dumb fun. I'm ready at any moment. I'm even drinking a bit of tea, if you will. I, yeah, I do. I do see that. I scrape together some water that I'll be boiling. And, and that's not to make tea. That's just, I just have to get all the, the sort of microbes mm-hmm. out of it before I drink it. How are you doing? Are you feeling okay? Yes, I think I'm, I'm going to be loosey, rather goosey. Okay, you're, bo- you're going for both this week. Uh, we'll see how how one does. Let's warm up. Let's do our warm ups. So you remember we used to do our warm up. We used to all gather oh in a circle and do warm ups on the set. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you can take the girl out of the theater, but I you know. cannot. The, however, the rest of it goes. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Uh, so yeah, I just want to do some of our um, mouth, which is more. T- oh. Just, oh. <laughs> I like to go. Pickety Piper, Pickety Piper, wait, Hot Rod Piper, Rowdy mm-hmm. Roddy Piper picked a peck of Hulk oh. Hogan's bananas. I remember that one. Or, or Unique New York, Unique New York, you will never make it as an actor in Unique New York. Mm-hmm. The proper cup of coffee puts the baby to sleep. <laughs> it certainly does. <laughs> uh, okay, I feel warm. Do you feel warmed up? I feel ever so warmed, and I have to—I do have to warn you right off the bat. If my accent sounds a little weebly wobbly, that's British. It's okay. because I recently spent time in the United States. In you the did. States you for did. the holidays. Let's get into it. I want to hear all about it. But first, I'm going to play the theme song real quick to the show just to start the podcast episode. We'll edit all all of this out, obviously. So we're going to... Is it... it, It's on Netflix still, right? No, I'm afraid it's on Ulu. Oh, they moved it to... What is it? (laughs) H-U-L-U. You... Oh, you have to work so hard to make that H sound now that you've... I know. I have forgotten it so... Yeah. So it's on... Okay, it's on Hulu. Okay, I'll find it real quick and I'll play the theme song and we'll start the show. My field is on Hulu as well. So we're basically... We're like part of the must-see lineup. I think so. Okay, here we go. Very good news. I found it. Hello, welcome to Fanny Falls Demon Hunter, the podcast. What? The Watch Along podcast. You guys know you've been listening since week one, which was last week. Uh, I am Topher Jason. With me, my co-star on the show, my co-host of the podcast. Letty Lamore, how's everyone doing this this day? I don't know when anyone's listening. Yeah, that's right. It could be whenever. It could be day. It could be night. It could be, you know, the eclipse for all we know. And I know that that gets into sort of your witchier tendencies. Well, that um, does sort of supercharge the eardrum if you listen on the eclipse. And actually, I do warn anyone against doing that because you might pop your eardrums. Yeah, please don't. That's official uh, science, I believe. Um, oh, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, one of my former family members did that and uh, he could never hear again. He was trying uh, and- to listen to an episode of Come Town during the eclipse. 
you know, and you shouldn't do that. Yeah, I've never heard of it, but I, I, I imagine it supercharged something in his semen as well. Oh, really? This mm-hmm. is part of this is all part of the uh, the conversation you had with him. Well, he fathered many children, in, in, you know, on in the family. So. Sure. The fa- and when you say the family, I need to remind the listener again that you're referring to the, let's just say, the cult that you were in for a few years. Oh, I think we lost you, Letty, for a second. I hope we lost Please. you. I think, I think, I think, yeah, I think what happened was that what it looked like to me is I mentioned the cult and you went into kind of a fugue state for a second. It's not, it's not so much that I was in a fugue state. It's that I suddenly felt like all these memories were rushing back to me and that I was, sure. I was there. Sure. Yes. So you've, but you've, so you just uh, were in the States. You were just back in your home. I was. I was just in the States celebrating the holidays. Uh-huh. You were here. <laughs> you're not supposed to travel with COVID, but I just lied and said I had antibodies. <laughs> antibodies. Antibodies. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. See, so okay. So you lied. You were able to travel, which is, I think you got to do whatever you got to do to travel and and I've, I've always said that and that's what I'm you know we'll get to my, what I'm up to a little later but so you travel you you traveled uh back to the states to your home in Palatine Illinois oh yes I am from Palatine Illinois and I flew back from London down to Chicago mm-hmm. and then I drove you know uh, 40 minutes to see my family and then I quickly you know I, you know I went a little more west to see other family members as well west uh, to where where's west you're talking like uh joshua tree okay oh okay Mm so oh so you were all the way out west yes i had to visit some former family members of mine as well yeah and again you're using that word family a lot and i'm just have to ask uh, the joshua tree is sort of where the the children of the sun loom were yes i I was briefly a member of the, some call it a cult, <laughs> but I call it a family of the children of the sun loom. And um, they are still hiding out on the outskirts there of the desert. And I um, wanted to say hello, <laughs> pay <laughs> respects. You, you know, mm-hmm. you have to say, you know, you have to, it's time, the time for telling people that you love you know, how you feel about them or whatever. Oh, absolutely. And give yeah. an offering if you need to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that like a, a like a sacrifice type thing or it's um it's sort of like you give something meaningful of yourself up for the purpose of a greater good or the promise of career opportunity oh, i mean well that just that just sounds like lint to me oh yes it's exactly the same yeah, I could do that then. Yes, I had to hand over a series of printed nude photos of myself in order to potentially get an audition for a new Tom Hanks feature film. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm surprised too that they thought that those were a rare, a rare thing to find. Oh, uh, I... Wait, the Tom Hanks films? <laughs> no, no, not the Tom Hanks films, the, the photos. He really I is mean, in so many films. He, he, it, it seems like he would stop as he gets older, but you have to respect the drive that he has. That's what, I mean, don't we all? <laughs> uh, but, yeah. but all I'm saying, Letty, is that I feel like it's just, you know, they could, if they could just Google your name and see, see those photos, I'm pretty sure. Were these different <laughs> new photos other than the ones that are out there? 
These were boudoir shoots that I did for a private collector. Oh, okay. So these yes. are these are uh, like one of a kind items. Yes, yes, yes. Who, who knows? Okay. Maybe they'll be in the Louvre someday. That's nice. Well, I hope it works out for you. I, it is again, nice. I, I could I could use the I could use the career help. So if you wouldn't mind forwarding my number. Uh, you know, because I've I've had you know the the last week has been amazing since the since the first episode of the podcast oh, came it's out. Been amazing. Yeah, we've been reminded how much people really love us. Mm-hmm. I got uh, a good chunk of change from our ad read uh, for Manchus, and um, was able to uh, buy a new duffel bag and uh, hop the old rails. I'm heading I'm heading east. I'm currently uh, in a in a box car. They say, you know that's so funny. I went from the box office to the box car. Uh, Isn't that so funny? It, well, yeah, and I also was never actually in a feature film, I guess, that was released in theaters, yes. technically, but the small screen, certainly to a boxcar, you know, which then <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's funny. Yes, yes, the boob tube to the so old, the I'm, old, the old, to the old coal tube is what I, that's what I call a train. It's full of coal. Would you mind just iterating, just in case I missed something? You are on a, a train. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I'm on a train. I hopped. I, I you know, I, what it was, I was actually thinking it was so nice to see you last week. And I was remembering how you told me on the last day of filming to come visit you anytime. And so I, said, I, I just, I said those you, things. you did, you did. You said it on the, after we filmed the last episode. And I, you know, all these years I've always wanted to, but I've never been able to so much as buy a bus pass. Uh, and been so, so with how the, could you ever, you know, can't. I know, but now I have this chunk of change, this old chunk of change from the, uh, that is how they paid it to me, by the way. I keep using that phrase and it's because that is how they paid it to me. It was a large chunk of change that they priority mailed to my house uh, that I had to bring to a, uh, a coin star and get oh. it all sorted out. But once I did, I got that duffel bag and I hopped on a train. This was, a, and this was, a, a, this, I'm on a BNSF train. Oh no. What? Oh, oh I just... Um, so you're not taking like a ham track or, uh, you know, something that you could sit down, enjoy a, enjoy a drink. Have a nap. Oh, I'm, I'm sitting down. I'm sitting down. Don't worry. I'm sitting in this, in this uh, box car and I'm, you know, I've, I've, I've done, I've done fought some people for, for some beans, but they're my beans now. I'm pretty sure I've established my dominance, uh, over the car for the rest I, of the I ride. I certainly, I certainly hope so. I mean, you know that you can't take a train across the ocean to go to England, don't you? Well, first of all, um, I guess time will, time will tell on that. But, you know, uh, maybe maybe at that point now I'll, I'll find a steamboat to hop on, you know? I'm, I don't know where even this train is going, honestly. Mm. So I could be headed right up north to Canada for all I know. Oh, um, Canada's a lovely country. Lovely it is, it is. Yeah. Visit. Yes. Of course, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, that's what's going on with me. I'm mm. I'm I'm headed I'm headed across the country. Uh, it sounds like you're being very productive. I, thank you. Yes, I I do feel productive. I do mm-hmm. feel productive. Um and I feel uh I feel like we got a great guest today, Letty. Oh like my goodness. One of the uh, columns of that held the show up, you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Uh, the villain, the big bad of the show. Uh, you know him as the professor, but of course we know him as Guillaume, Nova Scotia. Guillaume, how you doing, buddy? Hey, that was so nice to hear you say that, Topher. That was nice. Well, you know, we we do. We were all very close. You know, you were sort of sort of a bigger brother uh, figure for us on the set. Yeah, yeah. You were a little bit older. You were a little yeah, bit older. Yeah, no. Uh, when I took on the role of professor, I was, I think, um, I want to say 43. Wow. Okay, yeah. 
yeah. yeah. You, Which yeah. to me, you know, I was 24, and I to me that was just that that to me it just seemed like you were as old as dirt. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the the way they tend to see it. You know, old people when you're uh-huh. that age, it seems perfectly natural. But when you're a kid, you know, someone who's like in high school blows your mind. <laughs> I know, but now I know that now when I look at you now, you know, it's like now I know what what that would look like if you were really that old, you know, as old as I thought you were. Um, So so you have been, you know, I'll say you have not been as active in like the fan, the fanship as a lot of the rest of us have. Uh, You don't go to a lot of the cons. Uh, What's been up with you? I, you know, I've, I've never been much for crowds and, uh, I mean, honestly, I've always found the popularity of the show, a little bit of a mystery, you know, I'm not much of a sci-fi fantasy fan as much as y'all are. So, um, I guess when I achieved that level of fame doing, uh, my role as the professor after that, I sort of wanted to retreat away from public life. I, I tend now to just to tend to my ranch back in Texas. And, um, Is that like the television show, the ranch. Are you on no, that? You work, this is a you real, working on the uh, like an actual ranch, like ones where there's like, I mean, I have three chickens, that's it, but it's a ranch. You're a not, ranch is a ranch. You're not acting. No, I mean, I did a little acting after the show, but, uh, you know, the shine was kind of off the apple. I felt it was time for me just to roll away like a tumbleweed. Can I ask you a question? This is sort of unrelated, but in my house that I was squatting in in Bakersfield, California, I had three feral hogs in there. Does that make that a ranch? Uh, Did you feed them? Well, they ate. They ate my food, whether mm-hmm. I fed them or not. You know what I mean? You know how hogs can be. I think you were more <laughs> just part of the hog herd. Well, okay. I guess I, I guess I was the alpha hog. Um, the hogs... Doesn't really sound like it, though, Topher. <laughs> I'm sorry. The hogs welcomed you into their, their home? Is that what you said? Yeah. Well, they they mainly would make me go get them food or drinks or whatever it is they wanted. Now, like, um, in the, they, they'd talk to you? Well, they would sort of, I, would, I, did, I just want to say that I knew what they wanted, you know, whether I heard their voices. Actually, see, now, like now, now I'm coming back around because that sounds like a ranch. You were connected <laughs> with yeah. the ranch. Yeah, see, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's living off about. the Anyways. land, connecting with nature. That's what I'm all about now, too. I'm glad to see you finally accepted being a, being a pig boy. See, this, this is why we, we looked up to you because you had this wisdom that we didn't have because we were so young. But you, you know, every day we walked past your trailer, you know, and it would just be, there would be the bongo drums coming out oh, of it. Oh, and it would smell of the most exquisite incense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. And it might not have been tell back then because it wasn't as, you know, mainstream popular, but most of that was just hash. Oh. oh. Me smoking hash in there, Yeah. This yeah. is before. This is before that was uh, uh, legal in a lot of states. <laughs> like I care, you know. I've always said it's, it's if it comes from the earth, it's all natural. You can't legalize Mother Nature, or we know you can legalize Mother Nature. Sorry, I'm I, I am a little high right now. Uh, uh, <laughs> Expect nothing less. Criminalize nature is what I mean. Mm. Uh, do you do you want to talk about what it was like for you to to audition for the show? How did you find the show, and, and what was your audition process like with Colby? I mean, I had I, I had sort of taken an interest in acting in my younger days and spent, you know, a lot of the you know, late 70s into 80s uh, uh, acting in some some shows, mostly cowboy shows uh, or, you know, reenactments for like uh, um, you know, police uh, shows you know, where every time they need like a trucker or something like that, I would jump into one of those roles. Yeah, you were in a lot of the. 
a, a lot of those like where they were like blurry and it was like a camera going from one side of the room to the other and you sort nice. of yeah yeah i can't tell you how many times i played just a pair of cowboy boots that would be sticking yes. out from under a truck yeah yeah i think the i saw you in that by, you see the blood you were in you were in that one about that killer truck driver who kept picking up hitchhikers yeah. oh you, uh, right? breaker breaker four nine breaker yeah i thought i recognized your shadow yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was originally going to be the killer on screen but i got arrested before we actually did the, the those days of shooting so they ended up using some, another actor for that so oh, but i yeah. still got to play the shadow which was really nice oh fast. We did, and when when you say the killer from scream do you mean the person who the like the stuntman running around in the thing or do you mean like your character would have been revealed to be the mysterious killer both both it was, <laughs> really? a, it was a, the role was a much more expansive role prior to my exit from my sudden departure from the film oh okay had you I, you had kind of developed the script a lot and it was a lot different it was kind of about a, a, a cowboy on a ranch oh they had they were really upset it really changed the whole production uh, like like that lightning lightning flat but yeah that that's the way it is you know? that's, that's the way it is i did a couple of those reenactment shows i was on uh, i didn't know i was pregnant oh really yeah, oh, I heard it's a good I, show to be on. It was wonderful. I played a young woman who was convinced she had explosive diarrhea. And of course she did, but she also shit out a baby. Oh, mm. wow. Okay. Wow. So both. Both yeah. can be true. But a lot of people don't know that was me, but I'm here to dispel the rumors. Yes. <laughs> and I, of course, have been on a couple episodes of Cops and you some would, live PD. That's not a reenactment show. No, no, no. But I just thought we were listening to TV credits. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And you guys know Live PD, the, the one that's where they're live with the cops. Yeah, I've been on that a couple times. Uh, and that's exciting too because they can't edit you out they have they you have get to put the you so usually can just, you put that I'll, on I'll an imdb page is that in your yeah it's as, it's as himself but still it counts mm. so uh, i'll just watch the show and i'll figure out if they're nearby and i'll run i'll zoom out there and just start speeding around till they have to pull me over because yeah then i get an imdb credit that's the hustle yeah uh, but you See, were that's saying, what i was know, trying to get away from yeah right there, so you, right there so you're you were doing a lot of the cowboy pictures and then you yeah. you uh, got the audition for the professor yes yeah yeah so i walked in to the you know office with colby there you know and uh, uh i brought along my headshot and did a couple line readings uh, uh, uh she was very insistent on the the british thing i, I said I, I didn't really think that made a lot of sense that the character would be living a demon base in Chicago who has a British accent, but um, she was insisted on it. So I tried it on a couple of times and I remember she just said the damnedest thing. She, she just said, fucking stop. You hit it with the first line, the parts yours. And then she, she got up, stood on her damn chair, walked over the table, walked up to me, kissed me right on the mouth. And that after sounds, that, I was, in, yeah. I was in the show. That sounds like her. Yeah. It was uh, deeply erotic. Yeah. I think we all got kissed with a, we all got cast with a kiss on the mouth. Mm-hmm. which of course you know was a more upsetting for me because i if you remember from the last from last week my audition ended with me covered in dog shit and and a, and a used female co- your bloody your used female condom yes uh, yeah so yes. but she it didn't stop it didn't stop tell you what that's colby it didn't no. stop colby she walked right up kissed me right on the mouth uh, but hey, it made good television, or at least, I mean, I've heard it made good television. Right, you still ha- you still haven't seen it. Uh, so no. what was it like for you to, to be on the set with, with a bunch of people younger? Wait, 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 wait. you haven't seen the show? No, I, I, I told you, I, I just don't really cut into that uh, genre too much. Finally. No, but you, you haven't tried to watch yourself since. No, I, I'm, I remember it to certain degrees. 
No, but you, 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 don't you want to, you know, you show it to somebody or relive the glory days or force your old right son yeah. to watch it by monthly? What? It's on Hulu right now. Yeah, it's, you, could, you could watch it right now. Yeah, I can give you my Hulu. password. My password is Crumpet sixty nine four twenty. My give me dare, buddy. That's so <laughs> you. That's okay. I'll cut. That I'll out. have to change it. Note to self: cut that out. But so yeah, the, what was the set like for you? I mean, because you 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 was, you were a little older than us. Yeah, it was it was certainly interesting. I mean, I I didn't realize uh, the uh, the rest of the. I, I guess I hadn't really even read so much into the script that I understood that what it was was a teen sci-fi fantasy TV dramedy. And uh, so, yeah, when I showed up and all y'all there were, were in your twenties, but playing teens, I was blew my mind absolutely blew my mind but you know you just gotta you know work with what you're given make chili out of the beans you got and uh i had a lot of fun on that show i mean uh uh, i tried my best to give a good performance wasn't really my particular standard character and i I mean i never really got too good at the british accent uh unlike you letty who british accent has really gotten better over the years oh oh my god it just flows out of me now i can't even speak american anymore (laughs) i'm pretty sure if you watch the show i feel like i do a different british accent in every episode (laughs) that could be true we're gonna track that we're gonna track that we're gonna have the accent meter on the on the podcast but so you haven't really taken as much to acting sort of since then you've had a couple of big parts that you've done yeah i mean other than the professor probably my biggest role has been uh when i was on uh, the hbo show uh real detectives mm-hmm. right yeah that was yeah. big that was big for you and, and when i watched it too i was like that that is pure guillaume it seemed like yeah. you didn't seem like a lot of that stuff you was coming right from your brain Mm-hmm. I mean, it was. I mean, uh, the 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 Coen brothers were such excellent directors, and uh, I mean, there was in a way they were trying to you know bring my, me out of obscurity as an actor, and told me just to kind of bring my cowboy poetry to the screen as t- character detective Chud Watkins. So a lot of those were directly cribbed from my own poetry or things I said while high on the set. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I yeah. I remember you looking right into the camera and saying time is a tube yeah oh yeah that yeah. was the line that that was the line that everyone remember when i'm just like i'm like time is a tube yeah and exactly just like you did just now you were looking right down the barrel of the camera i gotta was, make eye contact with someone when i say it <laughs> which is which is effective yeah that was the thing on our set too you always had to be making eye contact with someone yeah a lot yeah. of fierce eye contact. I, I'm glad that they finally told me I could just look right y'all right in the eyes because I mean, whenever I found like the the DP or the sound mm-hmm. guy's eyes, I mean, they'd freeze up. You, it was like you were bringing everyone to the scene with you, and they're like, "We're just working. Stop." Yeah. <laughs> but that's I, I just remember, kind of the beauty of acting, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, the, the way that it, I mean, I, I something I do miss about acting is the way that it affects people. I remember Colby screaming at me from the sidelines, saying, "Stop giving everybody your fucking cobra eyes. You look so hot." Mm-hmm. And just screaming, yeah. just screaming that over the set. That is, yeah, that's that is also classic Colby mixed messaging that she would sort of give us when we were directing. Yeah, um, she loves this the give a note style where it's a positive layered with a negative. I, I, that, I guess is that so much what she does are you just that's how i always felt about it are you, you're just now noticing you're just now picking up on that letty well i just i just don't know if she said that many um i don't know if she sandwiched much of anything i feel like i just kind of got the middle part yeah 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 that was she would sort of open face it for you or even just like 
it was almost more just like a like a spoonful of like like slop from a prison kitchen. I feel like you always Topher got like a club sandwich. Yeah, I feel like, like you had insult compliment insult compliment it was all day like long. Pudding. Yeah, yeah, it a tra- was yes. a, a truffle. Yeah. Yes. Oh, see, yes. you learned something from doing that that British accent. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I learned what a trifle was in pudding, as the general concept was. Yeah. Yes, yes. And pudding, pudding is conceptually difficult to understand until you're kind of in England. Mm. You know, that, that was a weird thing that you did as the professor, which was whenever you were on set, you would insist only British uh, desserts be at craft services. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just well, to help you get into character. Well, you know, you know, lifelong, lifelong vegetarian, uh, and uh, a lot of the food in you know England's very meat based. So you know, mm-hmm. uh, opening up the side that probably like just biscuits and crumpets and puddings would you would like perhaps the best way into it. Yeah, and, so, and it did work. Bangers and mash, you know. <laughs> oh my! Are you, are you talking about my breakfast? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you are because it is. It is breakfast time over there for you lady right yes i'm about to have brekkie of hot ham <laughs> just and that's it yes. i love a slice of hot ham in the morn <laughs> Wait, yeah 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 that's, it is sometimes I, I do a dollop of beans on the hot ham that's you know I gotta say that. now you're speaking my language piping hot beans give me those piping hot beans oh. that's hot i like <laughs> yes I mean, uh, you know, I'm no, I'm no vegetarian, but when I think about those pigs that I lived with, it does, it does raise my hackles a little bit to hear people talking about eating ham in this way now. You your know, hackles. Yes, yeah. It's a hog part. Sort of, That's a hog part. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm speaking hog language now. I'm getting, I'm getting so in my, <laughs> so in my hog head that I'm speaking hog words. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, uh, sort of wiggling your snout, you know, at it a little bit. Yeah, but. I guess, Guillaume, my, my question for you before we before we start to get into the episode uh, is, aren't you lonely? Like, we're, I just feel so, I, the acting was the only thing that made me feel not so lonely all the time. You know what I mean? Because I don't have, I, obviously I was married to Thora for a while and I had my second marriage, yeah. but, you know, Wait, now hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, you were you, married you were, to Thora? You were married again? Yeah, you, I'll take the questions one at a time. Yes, yes, I did marry a second time. And then also, yes, yeah, I was like, I was dating and me and Thora were openly dating during the course of the show. We got married. Really? Uh, later on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I did not pick up on we that did. at all. When did that really you, the whole time? Yeah. You were at the wedding, Kim. I was? You, yeah. You, you performed the ceremony. I did? You were wearing a lovely turquoise suit. I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember oh, you were, you were okay. sipping from a from a Nalgene bottle of what you said was mushroom infused iced tea. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I I definitely put away a lot of that tea during the um during the the production of the show, and yeah, I guess I don't remember that at all. But uh, well, I, I hope I did a good job, and I'm sorry to hear about the two divorces. Uh, was the well, second one to anyone I know? Can, second marriage. The, the second marriage is just for a year. It's from 2007 to 2008, mm. uh, thereabouts. And uh, it did not last and it's not important. And we, and, we, and in fact, it's, it's so not important that it was actually able to get legally annulled because we never oh. consummated it. Oh my God. You're married you for were, a year and you wait, never were consummated? were you married to that little blonde reality TV girl? Tara yeah, Reed? Yes. Tara Reed? Yes, I was I was married to Tara Reed for from for one year, but it was not it was not 
it was not Tara Reid's best year. It, yeah, I was going to say, because shortly after that, she did the Piranha movies. Yeah, she went right to Piranha uh, 3D and then the, and the rest from our marriage. But I feel like I remember, the, I can remember the tabloid saying Tara Reid has made a huge mistake. And then, well, I think one of, them, one of them said she married a normal, so I, I never put the two together. Yeah, God, when I hear you say those headlines, it brings me right back to right? that place. It just oh, my me. God. Yeah. This has been so a nice nostalgic. trip down memory lane. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly has. Yeah. Really has. So how do you, I guess that's my question for you is that, you know, now that I, I'm not with Thora, I'm not with Tara, uh, you know, and I, it's, I'm just all alone on this train, except for the couple other people that I've asserted dominance over for a can of beans. Uh, you know, the, they do seem nice. What, the only thing that's, that's kept me sort of warm at night is the fact that people watch me on TV sometimes. Well, I mean, being remembered is certainly something worth while. I mean, I personally, uh, when I turned away from it, I found myself uh, gravitating toward other pursuits. You know, certainly my creative spirit kind of drove me that way. But um, are you, you know, are I you talking to, about producing or like? No, I'm I'm talking about painting. I do I do lots of painting and uh, my poetry, my books of poetry I have published. Wow. Um, wow. And uh, you know, I run a pop business with my brother in Colorado. And other than that, I just sell paintings of cactuses and write poems about cactuses. wow if uh you remember tofer you remember what i said to you uh when you you came to me when we were back on the set you know years and years and years ago and you Uh came to me one day in my trailer and i remember the tea was just about to kick in and you asked me some questions that i I think i recall answering this Mm -hmm. a question very similar to this one and i told you that chasing this career ain't gonna make you happy and well, you you do seem happy, Guillaume. And and do you want to give a plug for your pot shops? By the way, what what are they? Called? Oh, I cannot do that. They are uh, they are illicit. They are illicit nature. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, Even though it's Colorado, one, boy. Well, I mean, you got to have the paperwork, and that's just something I'm not interested in. That is that's that's oh, you that's to a team. That's so. I will cool. say that if you go to any one of our pot shops in around the Denver area, you also can get your you know do your laundry. Just, uh, oh, quarters, yeah, the machine gets sticky so just look for the laundromats look for the sort of smell smell out the laundromats and you'll yeah. find uh, well, i haven't brothers. been yeah. in a laundromat in so long right <laughs> i mean you know it's just like once you're actually a working actor and then once you move abroad and live in a chateau it's just like you can't even <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do the same thing, yeah. but I just have three shirts I cycle between and I hang them out up outside to get rained on. I, I also haven't been to a laundromat in a long time, but that's for different reasons. I usually just try and find, you know, an, a shirt, you know, that someone's not wearing anymore uh, and just cycle through them that way. What, wait, um, what is your reason a... for not going to a laundromat? <laughs> oh, I, I can't, I can't imagine though. having... Like, like now, now I have a big chunk of change, of course, from the ad reads that I could use to go over there. But before that, I can't imagine having that many quarters at once. Like if I had that many quarters at once, I'd, I'd probably, you know, blow it all on pinball or something like that, you know? <laughs> but so bad, but, but I've just never had that much money to go do a whole bunch of laundry all at one time, you know? Oh, so wow. I just, I do what I can and assorted cricks and whatnot. Um, and uh, just try and find new clothes that people have thrown out or don't want anymore. Are there many cricks in Los Angeles? Well, you know, I've been in Bakersfield, California for oh, some time. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, that makes sense. So that's different. I was just there, thinking of that yeah. one where they drive the truck through it for Terminator 2. That's and true. in yeah. and in Greece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah oh those are those are like sewer uh uh like things that you're talking about, like a canal, yeah. sewer canals, yeah. right? What's yeah. the difference though, Tova? 
Well, that's what I say, and that's why I wash my clothes in either one. Yeah. Well, Guillaume, you're certainly an inspiration uh, to us, and uh, we're so glad to have you here, and we're so glad that you still have that same attitude that we always loved you for. So I hope you'll stick around, go through this episode. It's your episode. You star in this episode. It's your first appearance. Oh, no shit. Professor Party of Evil. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're you're going you're gonna to make your first appearance in the end of this episode. And uh, we're going to go through it right after this break. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Uh, it's Letty and Topher from oh. the Fanny Falls show. And we're here to talk about our sponsor, uh, Grand's Place. Uh, Grant's Place is a team of grandmothers who will build a website for you at a lower price than most website building services because they will have a lot of questions for you about the technology that they're using. Not the website building itself, but just, just the mouse, how, the computer. Is this AOL.com? Yes, how do I get on the internet? Can you, how do you forward a response? I have to say, and this is, this is me speaking as Letty. I'm not, I'm not trying to hawk a product at everyone i'm not trying i'm not oh look at me i'm mr don draper i'm advertising how to succeed in business and i might do a chorus number no this is me talking as a real human person i used this service and my website has never looked better because i didn't use i used to use myspace and now they've done it these grands have come in they made my website it took 17 hours straight i was on the phone with them but oh my god my website looks amazing now it has when you click on a page it wipes away to the next it does like a little star, <laughs> like a wipe. star wipe yeah yes and there's a little visitor counter on the bottom so i know exactly <laughs> how many people have come to my website mm-hmm. nice. they did our website for the podcast and we have never had so many minions on our website so as we do right now and but they it was about they do. They, you, you, a lot of pictures sometimes stay still. I don't know how to describe this for the listener. A lot of pictures stay still on the internet. <laughs> these, these these move ones, around. These ones move about. And they're moving. <laughs> some of them wearing little overalls. And they're yellow. And they're jumping up and down with their friends. And that is now on our website. And I do not know if it's allowed to be, but it is. Right. Say, technology yeah, we, is fascinating. That's fascinating. It, yes. <laughs> It is. A moving really minions me. picture? I mean, I haven't even I seen any of the films, but I know about the minions. I auditioned for one of the films. Yes. Really? For what yeah. part? For one of the little guys. The, those are the minions. Actually. Yes. I didn't know what they were. And the director found that highly disrespectful. Oh, okay. Well, that's not. I mean, yeah. I think I don't think you should be expected to know about everything. You that's know, how when you I go felt. On. That's how I yeah. Oh, they were in Despicable Me. I, I specifically told you to watch Despicable Me, and I thought he was going, "Oh, Despicable Me." I, I didn't know he, it was a movie that he wanted me to watch. You know, right? Britishism. Well, I was gonna say after I moved to moved to England, I'm a little removed from things that aren't Guy Ritchie films. I just don't know what people are doing. They they right. say Laurie instead of truck, and they say Despicable Me instead of I'm sorry. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. I didn't know. I thought he was saying, I'm sorry I didn't cast you already. I'm sorry I'm making audition. I didn't know. And I was, I, of course, I'm not in the movie, but I was told that they based Gru's appearance in the original Despicable Me on, on me, which is heartwarming in a lot of ways. Um, I think that Thora Ann worked on that movie. Thora Ann, I think, yes, was, was a big... A, big part of that movie she's of course had great success but i've always admired your uh, broad shoulders and very narrow waist (laughs) thank you thank you and whenever i see that meme of him with the charts you know and he's always like oh what the the last thing you know Mm -hmm. i just think oh that's me you know 
Um, and I've, I just think about how I'm bringing so many people joy, you know, in a way. Really? Um, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, but, but so, so uh, once again, our sponsor here, this has all been an ad for Grant's Place. <laughs> this is a commercial. This is our ad for Grant's Place. Uh, if, you use our, if you use our sponsor, uh, Fanny Falls Demon Hunter, the podcast, that's our sponsor code, uh, then you will get, uh, I think it's one free phone call to their grandson, Kyle, instead yes. of you. Uh, yeah, which will save you about 20 minutes off the, the website in time. So go check go out check Grant's out. Place. Yeah, but yeah, you have all, you could, you could, you and your brother could use it for your pot shop website. You oh, know? I don't think you'll like that, but I've always been looking for a place to showcase my paintings. There you go. It could be a great, great opportunity for you. So check out grantsplace.com. Use the promo code Fanny Falls Demon Hunter at the podcast with Letty and Topher. And we're back. All right, we're going to jump right into the this episode, Professor oh, Party of Evil. Wonderful. Uh, this is a, this is a, the second episode of the show, and it starts with this great scene, Letty, where you and I and Thora uh, are walking down. Well, it's supposed to be the Taste of the Chicago, the Taste of Chicago Festival, uh, and it's actually I showed it in my warm ups a little more. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but of course, we shot this at the Navy Pier for some reason. Oh, um, that was ever so much fun to go to Navy Pier that day because we got to ride the rides. Don't you? Mm-hmm. Well, you guys oh. did. Yeah, you guys did get to ride the rides. Oh, right. you weren't you stuck at the top for quite some time? I was stuck at the top of the Ferris wheel for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, Colby, made you go after all of us by yourself, and then uh-huh. you were stuck. What a coincidence! I, I wanted remember to ride that day. With, yeah, I wanted to ride with Thora because I thought it'd be romantic, but yeah, that's not what Colby had in mind. We all went and had lunch while you were up there. I thought it was just yeah. like an actor's exercise. Right before it got stuck, I remember looking down and just seeing Colby just like working levers furiously. Oh, um, amazing. She, the way she works is, is really interesting. The things that she would do to get a... Per- she, she told me it was to get a performance out of me. And I remember how I had to get down that day was what, what they ended up doing was just sort of putting a parachute into a t-shirt cannon and they just sort of just sort of shot it up there and i had to jump down uh but character parachute in the show no nor nor i believe that we were done shooting that day yeah in fact we weren't done shooting and 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 i'm not even supposed to be afraid in this scene until like the last five seconds of it so we're, we're very conversational for most of it um but she would she would do crazy things like that and it worked i can't i can't say it didn't work um so uh i guess let's just jump right in let's listen to this scene the first scene of episode two and uh, when we come out of it we'll talk about it so let's jump into that now what is this thing called again my god fanny i know you're from the south but are you really such a bumpkin that you're freaked out by a street festival Were the people in your town too scared to gather in large numbers, lest the big angry yellow in the sky become wrathful? It's the Taste of Chicago Festival, Fanny. It's the perfect place for hot Chicagoland teens like us to wander around unsupervised experimenting with illicit Italian beefs from strangers while our parents get drunk on slushy drinks and watch the Neville Brothers. What's not to love? Oh, like a hootenanny. In Tennessee, we call this a hootenanny. Except it's Bonnie Raitt instead of the Neville Brothers, and you know, there's chicken fried steak instead of Italian beef. We don't have Italian beef in the South, or uh, Italians. Hey, what's going on over here? Where? Anywhere that's not the place where I was just talking about hootenannies for what felt like seven hours. Yeah, we lost you for a second there. 
I was sure you were gonna tell me I had a purdy mouth. Well, now I feel bad that you're not saying it. Do I have an unpurty mouth? No, Charles. Your mouth looks simply divine after you inhaled three gravy-dipped Italian beets. I'm surprised you like this kind of thing, Ophelia. A food festival doesn't really seem like it's in your pocket. If there's two things I don't do, it's eating and pockets. They both ruin the fit of my miniskirts, and the only Italian beef I care about is Jordan Catalano. I just like to walk around looking like me until some single dad who thinks I'm 21 buys me one of those boozy slushies. You're a child. Ooh, the teacups, can we go, can we go? That ride doesn't look like it's running right now. Hey, that's weird, right? It's peak street fair hours. Excuse me, sir. We'd like to ride the coffee cup ride. Okay, no, you have lost your spokeswoman privileges for the night. Sir, I apologize for my friend. She's from Tennessee, and I'm fairly certain the volunteer state just got electricity last year. We were just wondering... Hey, Fanny? Yeah? Did this gentleman's head just fall off? Yeah. I retract my earlier statement. You're back in charge. Hey, the people in this teacup are dead, too. Not just that teacup. All of them. Now this is what I call a hoot nanny. There it is. Uh, wow, that is yeah. nice to see. Y'all look so yeah. young. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. We did look. I, young. Some would say I haven't aged a day. However, you know, it's lovely. I think you've some all grown. Say. You've grown into yourselves as people. Some of you. More so, more so physically. Probably totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, of course, I've been told that I am. There's a quote, unfilmable uh, in my current state, but, um, but back then I looked great, um, and uh, and yeah, that was a great time. Do we want to talk about who, of course, was playing the young uh, teacup ride attendant? Um, What was his name again? Very famous young man. Uh huh. Is he? Sasha Baron Cohen. That's right. Yeah. He's wait, 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 wait. Sasha got know, famous? That's that's right. Sasha got famous for in a film called Borat. Have you heard of that game on Borat? No. Okay. Wait, well, wait, wait, wait. Is that the newsman with the mustache? I I guess uh, there's so many things that, that could be. You could be thinking of Gerardo Rivera. Yeah. Uh, Tom Selleck. Could be. Oh, could be. No, I know who that is. I know who that. I know who Tom Selleck is. That's that tracks. Uh, Somewhat of a contemporary. But so Sasha, we had. You know, it's weird. He wasn't even technically on set. They just did, they did a mold of his head, and then just had that drop. You know, at your feet, Letty. I'm yeah. glad that he made that it. Yeah, that's so nice to hear. Fun, yes. <laughs> I called him recently too. You know, because he made that second film, and I said, "Oh, I would love to do one of these." improvised goofy pranks with you and he told me uh that i was never to call him directly again mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it turned funny. yeah he yeah. always he was a bit of a kidder jokes. that might have been a prank i think it was a joke he loves to make those little pranks yeah that might be that might be in the next movie actually i noticed yeah. I remember a conversation I had on set with Colby about this particular scene because she did not seem to know a lot about southern culture 
and <laughs> insisted that uh, uh, prior to me telling her that hoot nanny was an acceptable word, and that's kind of a fun word to use. Originally, it was orgy and all the and all that. But that's what yeah, I call yeah, it orgy. That... We're used to orgies back in, in my home and stuff like that. Yeah, that uh, that does check that because she did not know a lot of that does track. She doesn't know. A lot I, of I asked her. Culture. She kind of felt like orgy was just a term for a group gathering. He, he, which again, based on our rap parties, is something that I was that, going to say that, that yeah. now now this is actually filling in a lot of gaps for me. The sort of bacchanalias that mm-hmm. we would have. Um, yes, yeah. Yes. But yeah, that is something that, that Colby was not from the South at all. And so the, when she writes these these euphemisms in episode one, I think Fanny says something about pickling biscuits, which is not a thing that you can do to a biscuit as far as I know. You would know, Guillaume. They they fall apart. Yeah. Mm, things um, usually do. Things yeah. do. Oh, things that, do. Was that, that poetry? Is that is really <laughs> yeah. deep. That was really I'm gonna oh, if you don't mind, I'm gonna borrow that. Things no fall apart, including cactuses. Oh, <laughs> and that's nice. You made it about your your so your gorgeous. poetry subject. Yeah. So yeah, so that was our that was our first day of filming. Once we knew we had been picked up, of course, not not including the pilot. Uh, basically, my first real scene. Uh, this does kick off the B plot for this episode, where um, one of the uh, ghosts of the girl who dies in with the, in the teacup rat massacre sort of um, starts to, I guess. I guess it's it's involved with me, and I guess I would describe it as sexual peril. She starts to put me in a lot of sexual peril for the rest of the episode. Just peril? Sort of, yes, just sort of erotically haunting me. Oh, yes, that's right. I actually, I remember thinking at first that you were, you were playing that so realistically that I thought that you were actually having sex with a ghost. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, I, I hope we're referring to the same thing because... You you walked in on you, the, you in the scene. You walk in on us, and mm-hmm. I sort of you know just try to. This is of course in Act Three later on, but you you I sort of try to pretend like, oh I'm just you know oh I'm just like uh, hammering something in the wall. I remember. Yes, it was so funny. Yes, but it is a very funny scene. Not much um, of a sexual act, the hammering of a wall. Well, it's sort of what I used to excuse why my body was moving back and forth oh gotcha gotcha yeah, gotcha so, not good hammering technique either not no and, and i remember kobe later. kobe said that and she started flinging things at you and she said hammers i'll show you hammers and she screamed somebody find me another hammer no one yeah. did of course but imagine if they did there was I a know. lot more hammers on set than i thought there were <laughs> a lot more yeah she threw a lot of mallets i, I think gosh she, she didn't get her hands on a claw a claw to hammer you know um <laughs> So let's let why don't we jump into scene two or here oh, that yes. I pulled. This is a big one. This is the so we get two first appearances in this episode. So we there or this clip rather we uh, we get the first appearance of Nathan played by Solomon Buckton, and then it oh, is of God. course yes nice we guy. did nice kid. great great guy. We're gonna have him on the podcast. He's he's gotten very you know he's been very successful. But yeah, tell him going, I said is, hi. It, is that confirmed? He said yes. Well, I wrote him a letter, and so he is. I'm pretty sure we'll be able to get him oh, on the podcast. Because he blocked me on Twitter, so I can't really. Get yeah, yeah, me too. Time. And I, but I, you know, I only. Hey, get to I see responded that. to the letter. You did see it there works. The letter works. Oh, the letter will work. I think. I don't yeah. have. I don't have uh, the the Twitter or the the email or anything like that though. So I appreciated the correspondence. 
Yeah, thank, good. See, that's what I'm talking about. People appreciate I getting I hadn't letters. had a mailman stop at my house in months. I, I pointed a gun right at him. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I read these. You know, I wrote a letter to I wrote a letter to Thora, and it was asking her to be on the show, and it was about 13 pages long. Had a lot of other stuff in it as well. Well, because I, oh, I was going to say, like, it's 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 a rather brief question. It takes about a paragraph. I know, but I had a lot of stuff I needed to say to Thora. This is about Did you in order to get her on the show? I feel like if you had just left it at one question, she would have said yes, probably. Or well, I opened with the question. I opened with the question, then okay. I say, by the way, here's a lot of other stuff I've been stewing on. I bet you'll appreciate it, Topher. I, I appreciated all the pages you wrote to me. I, I thought you, you opened yes. it up like that way. Uh, kind of sold me on the project. Oh, You're a poetry writer. You know, you get it. You get that sometimes feelings can be. <laughs> and you are not, but it was still appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that does my. hurt a little. But let's. So let's. Cold so not, that shade. not only do we have Solomon in this scene, but we also have the first appearance of Brett Bilkerson as Miss Thickness. Of course, we know that Diane Scully was uh, ousted after the first episode by Colby, apparently for, uh, according to Colby, uh, a, an old factory issue, a smell issue. But that's, that's something we learned last week on the podcast. But, yeah. uh, but so we, we got in uh, Brett Bilkerson, who you'll notice is all of a sudden, Miss Thickness is very Canadian. Uh, mm-hmm. And you'll, so look, be a, if you, you can sort of hear the accent if you're listening for it in mm-hmm. these scenes. So why don't we jump into it? We'll talk about it when we come out of it. Uh, here is the second clip from episode two. I was too late. I should have been here. No, Fanny. It wouldn't have made a difference. Whatever is committing these murders is too strong for you right now. But it's my sacred birthright to protect the entire Chicagoland area from demons. I didn't protect these people, Miss T. I literally had one job. If I was at the Gap and I let a bunch of denim jackets die, they'd fire me. And then who would be there to protect all of the denim jackets that are left? Or the pullover jumpers? Or the, um, flippy flappy sandal shoes? You've never been to the Gap, have you? I'm more of a structure gal. Listen, Fanny, you're not a failure because you didn't catch a clearly very powerful demon on the first try. You're a failure if you give up at the first sign of adversity. So if you want to give up, then go home, Fanny. If you don't, then you can meet me at the high school gym tomorrow morning to do more research into what's causing these murders. She's right, you know. He would have killed you. Who's there? I didn't mean to scare you. I never mean to scare anyone. It just happens. Are you the one who done did all these killings? These killings? (laughs) No, this isn't my style. No, your style is very Claude Rains. Love the trench coat, though. Wait, is your whole face wrapped in bandages? Oh, this. I, um, cut myself shaving. You know, my mama always told me that one bad squirrel can ruin the stew. And you smell a little rotten to me. I'm not the guy you want. Someone is killing people to gain their life source as power. I could help you find what's doing it, but you don't really need my help. It's right under their nose. But where? I've looked everywhere and- Not your nose, Fanny. Their nose. Look. Oh, my God. 
These people all have the same symbol carved into their Cupid's bow. How did I not notice this before? There's someone you need to talk to about that symbol. Go down to the university and talk to Dr. Pietro O'Fesser. How do I know I can trust you? I think you know you can. I'm Fanny. I know. Ain't you gonna tell me your name? You already know it, Fanny. Nathan. Wow. Wow. Powerful stuff. That was phenomenal scene. I, I kind of forgot just how riveting this show can be. And then you, you see that and you just think, oh my God. I, I will say, and maybe it takes a little of the legs out from underneath Fanny as a detective mm-hmm. when she meets Nathan and he's clearly a mummy. He's got his head wrapped in mm. bandages and she doesn't know that. It's bloody brilliant. I am just getting the mummy thing. Oh, really? Again, this is my first time with interacting with the material really did outside you, of reading so it. What did you think his he, his role was when we were shooting? Uh, injured war hero. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah I thought all the bandages and stuff was like war injuries. Uh, I can like see he fought in Definitely. Egypt or something. I, I don't know. I remember Colby telling me that at this point she didn't know whether she wanted him to be an injured war hero, a mummy, or an invisible man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, so she figured if she just wrapped his head. Yeah. I think when you're writing, you always reach a point in the distor- story writing process where you have to make that decision. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's, That's true. true. Man, is, is now a good time, by the way, to finally shout out our uh, our musical director who who's, you know, <laughs> whose work is just all over these clips. That is, um, do you want to say their name, Letty? Oh my God, no, I believe I... Um, I don't have it in our notes, so I think... Okay, I was, I was gonna say, do you want me to check the credits? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. no. Oh my God, yes, of course, our, our musical director is the one and only Tigress O'Hara. Tigress O'Hara, who we're... Tigress you know, O'Hara. We're, we gotta get her on the show. Um, and her work is everywhere now i mean she's she's been nominated for oscars for mm-hmm. Oscars. i mm-hmm. mean she's everywhere i hope mm-hmm. she doesn't mind me saying this on the the what whatever it's this a podcast. is we're uh, doing a podcast yeah don't have a concept for what that means but i, I appreciate it uh uh you know man that woman could smoke some weed i mean me and her oh. we got back really just put them out put them away that's yeah. not i mean that's not surprising i mean you would have to you would have to to come up with the stuff yeah, you have to. yeah. i remember yeah. coming up to her and saying um you know i could sing if you want me to if you need someone to sing the theme song or what have you and um she told me no no i definitely don't need that it would take away from my artistic integrity i don't want that no one wants that get out of my trailer things like that and i mean she just knew what she was doing you know like letty i tried the same thing with bongos i was like maybe the theme needs bongos and i remember there's one episode where your bongos feature but 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 it's never in the theme and that you know people people wondered in our theme need lyrics i think it conveys you know what it needs what we needed to convey it was honestly kind of a throwback to one of my earliest roles because you know whenever there is diegetic bongo music in the show it was me playing it like kind of off screen you know but yeah and usually just much like of... the shadow of my earliest role uh, absolutely these things that you know t- it, things happen over and over again as we travel through time time is time is a tube time That's is truly really... a tube 
that sounded for a second. I, I thought you were just doing the HBO show again, but you really believe these things. I got so confused because you get so in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. God, that's the Coen Brothers genius right there. Oh, yeah. you're so good. Oh. So it's, of course, right after that scene that uh, Letty, your character, Ophelia, walks in on my character, Charles, having sex with the ghost. Yes, and it's, it's, set, it's set pretty funnily to um, Tootsie Roll by the 69 boys <laughs> it was so fun and you know the craziest thing was that I, I swear you had an actual erection during this well i mean first of all i mean you know I, well, that's acting i, I remember yeah i remember right. saying i remember saying to the ghost beforehand well look i'm sorry if something happens and i'm sorry if it doesn't you know what i mean because <laughs> uh, you know sort of in that situation you know it's like all well, the you know will i be offended if i don't get an erection wait i'm sorry it was an actual we're talking an actual ghost or is this just for a law? Yeah, Colby cast a ghost in that role. She insisted on there being a, a ghost actress playing that role because she she said that representation was important and that ghosts had to play ghosts. Oh, that's what that orgy, because I remember getting an invite to a seance orgy the night before and I, I declined it as I thought it was an orgy, but I'm, I'm realizing now it was probably an actual seance. Yeah, you really I missed think... out on that one. I sort of did the crystal work for that thing. Oh, it was kind of a casting couch seance situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the ghost was very was happy to be there. I want to be clear. Oh, sure. Of course, no, of course. I mean, I'm happy to be at any casting couch I'm at. <laughs> we had a lot of we had a lot of good talks during the uh, you know when they were setting up the lighting and everything. You know, it's sort of like a love actually situation. You know, we'd be sitting there, you know, miming coitus uh and uh and then but sort of getting to know each other at the same time you know but of course i was already dating thora so there was nothing untoward about it but oh you should talk to the ghost again did not know we'll see if we can get the ghost on the podcast yeah, get a ouija board and, and invoke the spirit i have some uh, crystals you could use i well i do appreciate that i maybe I know hey, some people i know some people that could probably make this happen you know Maybe this train is is going through uh, Denver, and I could stop in one of your shops, and you know, maybe just do some of this laundry I've been hearing about, and pick up some crystals. So, hey, first loads on me, buddy. <laughs> Why don't we move into then the? This was sort of the last scene of the episode. It is the first appearance of the professor. It's a scene with you. Do you remember this? Is the scene with you and Miss Thickness and and Fanny oh, in yeah. in your office at the college? Brett was wonderful. It's always a pleasure to work with. That's great. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear this. This will be my, my first time hearing this. I'm glad that my tea has not kicked in yet. Oh. <laughs> good, good, good. We, okay, we better we better hurry then. We better hurry Let's and play do this it. one. Uh, this is they've been asking all around and they've been they've been led to the college to have a talk with the professor with well to have a talk with they don't know who's the professor yet. Dr. Mm-hmm. Pietro R. But he professor. was a professor. I he was also that aspect he's, a little confusing. He's also a professor. He's Doctor Professor Pietro R. Professor. Um, and and I guess yeah, we'll get to it here. Let's so let's uh, let's hear this one right now. Here we go. Scene the final scene from Professor Party of Evil. Do come in, Doctor Professor. Hello, I'm Miss Thickness from the high school, and this is my student Fanny Fowles. Huh. Ah, Miss Thickness, Miss Falls. A pleasure to make your acquaintance. Always a delight to meet another educator. Tell me, Miss Thickness, what subject do you teach? I specialize in physical education. Quite right. An underrated cohort of the educational field, I say. 
What good is a toned mind if the body falls into disrepair? <laughs> well, yes. Exactly. That's, that's what I always say. Fanny, isn't that what I always say? Yeah, it's eerie. Listen, Professor, there's a reason why we're here. Yes, Dr. Ofessor. Surely you've heard about the teacup murders. And the Navy Pier slashings. We think the same person might be responsible for both killings. Well, I should hope so, my dear girls. More's the pity if there's two separate maniacs going around Chicago, killing people ritualistically. So you also think it's a ritual? I'll cut to the chase. You're here because I'm the top demonology expert in the Chicagoland area. You don't see people turn up dead like they have in the past couple of weeks and not suspect foul play. There's more. All the bodies have this symbol carved into them. Buffo, dear girl, you've discovered the English letter Q. How do you know? I'm from there. We invented the language. <laughs> no, I mean, how do you know it's not something else? I'm sorry. What is this exactly? The police haven't knocked on my door for help since Margaret Thatcher was in office. But now, all of a sudden, Nancy Drew and her gym teacher are putting the screws to me. Dr. Ofessor. Listen well, gym teacher. What you're trying to do here, it's admirable. But there are things in the Chicagoland area older than you. Older than... You? <laughs> Not many things are older than me, dear girl. Oh, what the hell. I'll give you a freebie. The symbol you found is the crest of an ancient being of evil, known only as the Professor. You'll never find him, and even if you did, you wouldn't know what to do with him. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, I have a class to teach. Nothing quite as fulfilling as fostering young minds. Or young baddies. You know, in gym class. Uh, yes, quite, Miss. The mind and the body is equally important. I think you can't really have one in good health without the other following along. So I always make a point to say minds and bodies, because if you focus one over the other, you're either going to be hot or dumb. And I think my students want to be both. Uh, yes, quite, Miss Sickness. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot my cigarette holder. You ladies don't mind seeing yourselves out, do you? I'm rather late. So, of course, this is where Fanny looks at your... She sees the cigarette holder in your mouth and realizes that that is the symbol that she's been chasing the whole time. And then when the door closes, she sees that it says Dr. P.R. Professor. Uh, and it's sort of this usual suspects moment, which, of course, had just come out, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but so she, it's sort of this usual suspects moment where she realizes that you are the professor, but she opens the door to look for you and you're gone. You're too, it's too late. She doesn't find you anywhere. Say, that was nice to, nice to hear that, see that scene, you know? Was, uh, How about that? I still, I still, I still think it would have sounded been better with bongos, the bong, bongo music. I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. I was listening to it now thinking, actually maybe Tigris isn't so great. Oh, wow. <laughs> there may be even instead of the ticking clock, you could have just done sort of hitting the, the bongo and yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. sell it in your pot shop. Uh, it's it's a clock, but instead of the the second hand, it's just a bongo hit every time, right? Yeah, 
Every time, yeah. every time. Yeah, keep, keep, keep breathing with bongos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how does it feel, Guillaume, hearing that? I mean, because you, you, don't, you don't stretch that often, you know, no offense, but that's not, you don't go deep into, deep into character that much very often. So, uh... no, no, I think this is the only uh, role I've ever taken where I did not just speak with my, my voice as is the day I showed up on set. Mm. Right, right. Yeah. Which is uh, a little bit raspy from the night before. No, for sure. For oh, sure. It's only gotten worse over the years yeah so do you feel when you hear that is that do you fe- hear yourself in it or does it like it was someone else it does sound like it's someone else i mean i i officially did enough acid in the 90s to uh kill my to achieve ego death oh, uh, yes, yes. so it is it is sort of like hearing the much like we were saying earlier the uh, the voice of a ghost or a uh, uh, spirit or like peering into a mirror realm where you're living a different life right and, Mm-hmm. a mirror a mirror realm you know like if you when you look in a mirror and sometimes you wonder if maybe the guy looking in the mirror is just a version of you from a different timeline who is looking into a mirror at the same time and then when he's done he goes off and he does something completely different than what you're doing because in his world he's living an entirely different life than the life that you have been living your entire life Oh my god! I don't know, Guillaume. You say you don't like sci-fi and fantasy, but I don't that know. I think you got weird. a hell of a script on your hands. I was gonna say, you know, I'm in an episode of Black Mirror that they decided to never air, and that kind of reminded me of that. Wow. Yeah. What was the? Do you want to talk about that episode, by the way, since it was never released? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a, a, a different timeline scenario, but the yeah. situation was. Um, you you remember how in the pilot of that episode they they, they asked that politician to fuck a pig, you know? Yeah. They, they thought to themselves. I did. Well, I did audition for the pig, by the way. Because yeah. That's that's when I was that's when I was spending a lot of time with those pigs. Oh, uh, yeah. oh that makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. I had no yeah, idea yeah, yeah. that you were you were around even you were considered for that. Um, Plus, yeah, you're really a, great at simulating <laughs> sex on screen. So it's yeah. Like, yeah, two things you. going so, for yeah. you. There. So it was a, it was a self tape, but um, yeah. but the yeah. Didn't work, but so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, it was sort of like that, but they thought, well, what if we did it, but for women? And so (laughs) it's sort of an episode where they come up to me and they say, "All right, you are the Queen of England," which I was playing like a young queen. It was like, imagine, you know, they're like, "You, you have to be fucked by this horse in a little bit of a Catherine the Great situation," and you can say yes, you can say no. But if you say no, then the whole country, the whole planet explodes, both of the things. So it really was the exact same plot <laughs> yes. as the pilot. But it was a little more intense though. And then we, but in this one, we did, we, we, I, my character says, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to yeah. do it. And then we see this whole timeline play out where the whole world is destroyed and it's my fault. So The path so we, not taken. Yeah, they decided yeah. not to air it because in the end, and then I say, okay, I actually want to have sex with the horse. I, I, I change my mind, I do it back. And then I I end up having sex with the horse, but it's a different horse, so it's too late. Mm. And so the BBC decided that they could never actually air it because it looked um, too profane. Really? Yeah. More yeah. profane than, like, than, than the guy oh, fucking the pig. I was like, you're, you're, you're not on the air. That's right. a double standard. You have that's, Daniel that's Radcliffe doing it in, in Equus, Equus. Yeah, I think what I think that is is that's unfair to pigs. Honestly, I feel like the the I feel like the people want to see you know the pig being victimized, but when it's a beautiful horse, 
people are like, oh no, don't help, you know, don't hurt the horses. You know, everyone eats ham, well, I everyone know, eats bacon. I, I don't, I don't think the horse is a victim. But then people get mad at IKEA, you know what I mean, for putting the, horses in their meatballs. The horse had an erection. The horse liked it. Well, yeah, of course. I'm saying everyone liked it. I'm sure the pig liked it, but you know, and it was really just... good. I was really, really in that scene. Like it felt really real. Yeah, I've seen some of the stills. Uh, again, oh, they you can find. Those. Yeah, they did leak those. That oh. was in the fappen- the fappening part three. Oh, I didn't know this. All right. Yeah, I'll have to. I gotta to- say, being unplugged from pop culture for the last thirty years, I have never heard a more alienating conversation. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You probably can't even tell what we're I'm talking. The, about. I'm getting the. I'm, so I'm pulling in the bits and pieces. The, okay. yeah. This culture is way more into bestiality now, and. Uh, Yes. internet well it's not you know it, it was a television program right so. yeah so it was but you know that being said you know you never would have seen you know andy griffith fuck a pig back in the day you know no you know no. right you never would have seen rawhide you know raw no. dog in a, a pig no. that's not well, what rawhide meant in the, show. the dukes of hazard yeah. never made out even though no. i think we all knew they wanted to mm-hmm. they wanted to even though they're brothers yeah, uh, but then that's another thing, by the way. If you plug it in the internet, that you're going to find out is real big these days is incest. All right, okay. I'm, I'm sorry, Guillaume. I'm here to have made you a little bit uncomfortable yeah, I think with what technology. Oh no, I the 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 tea kicked in midway through the Black Mirror part. I, Did it feel too real? It felt very real. It I felt very so, real. I was sitting there and I was like, God, uh, would I fuck a horse to save the world? I think so I, I think flattered. I would. I'm so flattered that 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 you you could feel that because that that imagine what you just felt. That's what I thought that audiences would feel when they saw it. And I went yeah. full beef. I was spread eagle in it, and they won't show it. I've said this a lot my entire career, which is I think the entire world needs to ingest a large amount of hallucinogenic mushrooms on a daily basis. Oh yes, yes. And yeah. I, I think it would make art better. <laughs> our enjoyment of our a letter. large amount make us not more open-minded what do you think it should be a large amount every day not a micro dose well you start small and then by the time you're my age you're up to about a pound yeah i i, I eat them like bags of chips wow yeah just, that's a lot of chips yeah especially when you consider what a pound of chips actually looks yeah, like that's yeah it's actually a lot that's a lot I, I, now that i'm saying it out loud i'm realizing <laughs> that i might have a problem I think you're fine. You're fine. You look, you're like, you're, you got your head on straight. So you know, you, you accomplished yeah. all this in your life. You know, you you gave people so much joy with your character of the professor. Uh, and I, I think that people are, are always going to, you know, I know that you're, you don't hear it all the time. Like we do, you know, when we're at the cons or whatever, but you know, I say? think that they, they say that they, your, your performance meant a lot to them and that it really, um, you know, helped them. You know, a lot of people say that it helped me, you know, I hear young teens came up to me and they say, I didn't realize you know, that I was British until I saw uh, the professor and that helped me come to terms with how British I was. In some ways, wow. that's how I felt, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad yeah. I helped. Yeah. I'm glad I helped. If, if I can leave this world having painted a couple truly perfect pictures of cactuses and having helped a kid somewhere in bumfuck Kansas realize that he was secretly British, yes. I feel like I left a pretty good mark on the world. Well, I think that's as good a place to wrap up this episode. Keep, talk push as my ass into the time tube, you know? Let me fall. <laughs> uh, before we get out of here, we're going to do a quick question of the week. Uh, we have a question of the week sent in uh, this week on Twitter. 
uh, which let me let me get the username here. It is from uh, Mike's Twisted Lemon Cello. I don't get that okay. reference exactly. And so uh, this is uh, the the question says, when did you know that you had made it after the show went on the air? When did you know the show was a hit? What was the first moment that you realized the show was a hit? They sort of stumbled across it in the tweet too, but that's I guess that's why Twitter gives you 280 characters. You know? mm-hmm. uh, so when did you guys have a moment where you were out maybe after the show came out that you realized that the sh- that there was a bigger deal than you thought it was? I, I, I think it's probably for me when uh, I uh, uh, just sort of after a party, you know, back uh, when we were having some more, you know, the premieres and not premieres, but the, you know, the publicity stuff in LA. And I got to smoke weed with Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson. And that, that I think at that point I was like, I guess this is what being famous is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a famous picture. You, you, I guess you don't know that cause you haven't seen, but that's a, that's a historical picture of the three of you guys. It's like the, you know, sort of the Mount Rushmore, they call it Mount Cushmore. Yes. What? Yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> I got to plug back in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so fun. For, for me, uh, it was probably I was I was uh, out one night at a McDonald's and uh, and Danny DeVito walk up to me. And, you know, this was Dan- this was Danny DeVito in his height. You know, well, no, no pun intended, of course. He's a very oh. short man. <laughs> but he walked up to me uh, and he said, oh, my God, you're Charles, aren't you? And I said, yeah. And he said, I love the shit that you do on that show. Will you fall down for me? He asked me to fall down for him in the McDonald's. And I said, no, because I was just trying to get a snack. But, you know, he's my hero. So I'm trying to be nice about it. And the next thing I know, he just pushes me. And unbeknownst to me, Rhea Perlman is behind me on her hands and knees. Uh-huh. And so I just fall. Just, he just wanted to see me fall over because I fell over so much on the show that he thought he, it, got, it really gave both of them a big laugh to see me do it. They are pranksters. They, they are really just are. like just like Sasha, you know. I, yeah, yeah. I'm still I'm still not convinced that uh, divorces are real. I think it might be a, a long a long-standing prank. Oh, it's a, it's a prank. They yeah. were married. That's right, Danny and Rio. Was I at that wedding too? Yeah. You may have been. You may you, have been. You were. Yeah. I would say for me, it was when Bill Clinton wanted to date me. That's right. He was acting president at the time. That is what I said. Oh my god! I think I made it. Yeah. I said the president did, knows who I am. How did he pursue it. you? He he he, he said, sent you something. He said pizzas to my house. Yeah. <laughs> That's the language <laughs> of love, right there. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I, I got it's it's a laugh now. You know when you think about it, but like he sent me Pizza Hut pizzas, and the first time it was the. I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. I know, you're getting emotional, yeah. Because, you know, actually, like, looking back, I'm like, oh, my God, what if I dated Bill Clinton? I could have ran for president. And that, I mean, that's just another timeline. Sure. I would have voted. See, that's looking in the mirror. That's one of those mirror universes. He sent me the Bigfoot pizza. Oh, wow, from Little Caesars. No, Pizza Hut briefly did it as well. Oh, they did the they did yeah. the thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he sent me one of those and I thought, well, what am I what am I to do with all this? And then right. it came with a telegram that said, if you need someone to eat this with, call. And then he, you just ate it all by us. yourself. Well, yes. But then, you know, I, I called him after to say thank you. But, but you know, it was kind of strange to have to call the White House 
and he said, "Oh, I see you. I see you on that little show." That's what he said. It's like I see you on that little show with the with the wizards, and I don't I don't know if he ever listened to it with a volume. I think he watched it muted because um, he just kept talking about how I looked and all that, and it, you know, it, it was a lovely six months. That you got pizzas from Bill Clinton. Yes, I have pizzas yeah. and phone calls with the, the sitting president. I mean, come on. Yeah, he had a he had a he had the red phone for nuclear, but then right next to that he had the white phone that was just for you to call. It was lovely, you know. Yeah. That's how I knew. I said, no, no, I've leveled up. Mm-hmm. You know? Have you spoken not- to him since? No, I haven't. Not since I've moved abroad. I know that his wife did some pretty cool things, but yeah. I, know, I really haven't kept in touch. I'm just not very, you know, I, I just, I'm not very good at keeping in touch with my exes, you know, I'm thinking I like to let the past be in the past. And, I, you know, I also, I spent several months and years in a desert and I, I didn't have phones. Oh, yeah, of course, when you were in Children of the Sun Loom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I guess there's your answer, Mike's uh, hard limoncello. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. We're sending you a prize pack with uh, with a, a Mary Universe T-shirt uh, that we're going. Which, by the way, Guillaume, do you mind if we you don't mind if we start selling those Mary Universe T-shirts? Do you? No, please, 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 okay. sell away, sell away. You also, you're welcome to sell my paintings on your website if you want. Oh, oh yeah. My books of poetry. Always looking to spread those. Spread the spread the word. You know? I'll, I'll talk to the grandmas and I'll see if we can add those to our shop. Yeah. That's nice. All right, you guys, this has been uh, episode two, Professor Party of Evil. Come back next week. We're, uh, we're, I'm not sure who our guest is going to be quite yet. I'm still, I'm still waiting for answers to my letters, but we'll, we will be discussing episode three, Mermaid in America. So be on the lookout for that. And until then, keep Fanny and keep Falls. We, do we have an ending? I don't believe we do, but keep Fanny falling. Von Roland. It is good. I love that. I love that. You, yeah, just Gaze into the mirror. <laughs> Gaze into the mirror. Until next week. Gaze into the Gaze mirror. Gaze into the mirror. Hey guys, Andy Fleming here. Thank you so much for listening to Fanny Falls Demon Hunter. If you'd like to support the show, you can do that at our Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbfun, which is the Patreon for the Dumb Fun Podcast Network, which includes Fanny Falls Demon Hunter, 30 characters, and the new musical, the movie, the podcast, where me and Steph Smith talk about musical movies and present a new song for them at the end. Sounds like fun, right? It is. You can also rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, tell a friend, all that kind of thing. Just a quick shout out to our cast for today's episode, uh, Fanny Falls is played by Thora Ann Birch, who's played by Mandy McKelvey. Miss Thickness is played by Brett Bilkerson, who's played by Sarah Shockey. Nathan is played by Solomon Buckton, who's played by Morris Timms. Charles is played by Topher Jason, who's played by little old me, Andy Fleming. Ophelia is played by Letty Lamora, who's played by Stephanie Weber. And The Professor, played by Guillaume Nova Scotia, played by Herbert Thompson, our guest for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting, and until next time, gaze into the mirror. Fun, dumb.